boy, my control, my computer barely made it, but we're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the best of the five. My name is Elon, and I'm joined here as always by uh, Jan Velociraptor Guerrero dropping some stuff on his desk. And I didn't Steve... drop stuff. It's. Well, go for it. What, what happened? Nope. Steve, Ace King off suit, main squeeze, Headley, whatever his what? name is. Headley? <laughs> Headley Murphy. That's what it was. Bruce Headley. Bruce Headley. Is that we're Max Headroom. Max That's what I'm going with now. Max Headroom. <laughs> I like it. We are like dropping it. the most modern of references here on Best of Five. <laughs> we're old. Um, relatively, of course. Relatively speaking. Um, well, actually, relatively yet, speaking, we're fucking babies. Anyway, um, thanks, Steve, for resubscribing for 28 months in a row, saying this is the last sub-message you have at this apartment. Why? Why is that? Because I am moving at the end of the month. Yes, I am. Moving? Uh, so, yeah. In this economy? I'm going, I, in this economy. In the lease ends, and they're like, Steve, you can't be here no more. So, Steve, I, I don't be here no more. <laughs> I can't be here no more. Uh, well, Sad damn. times. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, there will be a new background, not next week, but the week after. Okay. So, we got one more week. Which, here. Yeah, which may or may not be a green screen. We'll see. Okay, That's we'll fine. we'll see how that goes. Although to be honest, I kind of like this background because I am very jealous of the air conditioning unit you have on your wall behind your left shoulder. Uh, you don't have it's AC. Very nice. No, I have one, but it's like just it doesn't look as nice. It, oh. It's just like some random shit. On, <laughs> like look at this shit. It's just like fucking attached to the wall. Fuck that. You know what? Yeah, Before... man. That's the worst. I hate it when my AC is attached to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking! Dude, I am all about form over function. As long as it works, I don't give a damn. I don't know, man. I mean, it is in a nice place because whenever I get too hot when I'm sleeping, I can just hit the remote control and then it'll be like, cool. That's pretty sick. Chill the shit down. Um, Ours has an app, and I've never, I've never fiddled around with it and figured it out. In fact, I didn't even think about it until just now. But we actually have an app. We have an but app. I've never used it. For my for my AC, oh, I, thought you, I thought you were saying like we have an app. <laughs> that would be wild. Steve, make us an app. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you make everything else. My <laughs> just ask you to do this. Do it now, too. Steve. <laughs> Put it in the dock when um, you're done. Does does the app thank Space Dive for subscribing for eighteen oh, months shit, in a yeah. row? I said we were gonna do it. Thank you, Space Dive. Here's the full clap. Thank you so much, Space Dive, for eighteen months, my man. That's curse talking about. Having an AC like in the window, I actually had that at my the first apartment I moved into, mm-hmm. uh, and it fell down. It fell like Out during a storm. Out. Out. Oh shit. Out. Yeah. yeah. That back. It was. Well, I was more worried about the car it landed on. <laughs> I don't mean Which to laugh. Which was not mine. Was okay, I was about to ask if it was yours. Now it's funny. Oh, man. That when you got to pay for it. Well, look, it's not your fault. It's an act and of God. And that's when I learned the joys of renter's insurance. Mm. 
Look, man, it was well, an act well, of God. What's the story there? Did you get anything for it? Or did it not cover? What? Why would I get anything for it? I lost like a $70 I mean, AC. It landed on the, the hood of someone's car from a dis from a, not a huge distance, but still a distance. Okay. Still I meant, did you get anything from your insurance? No. No, I didn't have I insurance. Didn't okay, so by... Uh, oh, that, that's, oh, that's, oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, now it's all making sense. Uh, but here's the thing. First... That's a sad uh, story, Steve. I, that, I, I feel bad for you. But like so that, you know. the, the storm causing the AC to fall is an act of God, right? So technically, it's not your fucking fault. It's God's fault. By it the title of the it law. Was, <laughs> it was considered not properly installed. Oh, even though well, it was totally properly installed. Well, fuck but, whoever's car that was. You then. Know, they don't deserve it. You know what? That was uh, that was seventeen years ago. So I think we move on. <laughs> now it's just a fun story. Uh, if you say so. Speaking of fun stories, Elon, what? You can't set me that up was for my a fun story for you to for get what? into the news or whatever we're going to talk about. <laughs> None of it's fun. You know, for, uh, I'm for a group that's for a group that's been doing this for as long as we have, we are not dancing very well together right now. Well, John, you just we're all awkward. I mean look, we were we were about to start playing the salsa and you just started a tango. Alright. Yeah, well, follow my lead, baby. Sometimes. I'll follow yours. You can't we'll tango get, when we'll you get, salsa. Back and forth. It's like pizza french fry when you're skiing. You can't french fry when you got a pizza. Or else you fall. You're going to have a bad time. You're going to have right, a bad tango time. Tango away. Yeah. Salsa, whatever it is you want to do. I'll right. follow you. Uh, okay. Well, I feel like a lot happened this week. Right? What? A lot happened in like a 24-hour span. Yeah. It all happened at once. Um, I like how everybody's giving us uh, <laughs> everybody's giving us uh, new names for the show. Like we got Best of AC from Time Rift. We got Best of Salsa. I, you know, I could go for some salsa. But anyway, uh, I feel like this week has been so crazy that we need a recap. Uh, we, there See, were that's a, few a fucking events segue, John. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, there were a few events that took place this weekend, but the one I wanted to highlight was uh, the Coliseum. This is the was the ongoing MK11 online event that was pulling in to 300 plus players every week. Uh, they had their finale this past weekend, and Kerbalicious actually pulled off. T- tough to call it an upset because he's been so solid all throughout the entirety of the season, but Combat was really the guy who came in as the number one seed by far, uh, made top eight seven out of eight weeks. I believe he won two of them. So he was on a bit of a tear, but it was Kerbalicious who came through in the end and took it over Tweety in the grand final. Uh, Splash and Combat rounding out the rest of the top four. So oh, yeah. congratulations to all the players you see there. Man, question for it. And you might have already answered this, but I wasn't listening because I'm still trying to finish up a thing for work, and I'm sorry. I'm almost done, and I'll have your full, t- full attention. But did Sonic Fox participate in this? Um, I do not believe Sonic Fox was in many of the weeks, if if any. Okay. I can double check real quick, but I did not see them. Uh, 
on on any of the listings. Cause, yeah, because like the the pe- character characters, people like that, and like MK Leo, and like the real just cut and dry front runners right now for each game. As we go online and we play some serious ass tournaments, everyone's wondering how they're going to perform and if they're still going to come out on top or not. And of, of course, if they don't, it's it's an online thing. And if they do, then maybe they're just godlike, or maybe online's valid, or who knows what conclusion you come to. But I think that's a pretty big thing that people are paying attention to right now and kind of wondering about. And I know I am, so I just wanted to see if uh, if they had participated. Uh, Sonic Fox did not participate. Mm. I can confirm that now. Cool. Unless unless they smurfed, you Probably can never possible. rule that out now in these these. In these uncertain times. Man, have as... you seen that scrub quotes where somebody was saying that they were in bronze, but they were at a platinum level and that it rank didn't matter because every time they played somebody ranked bronze, it was just a smurf who was platinum level? I didn't see that, that one. I saw, I saw one who said that they would... When they would destroy everybody, including quote that furry end quote, but there was a co- there was there's code in the game that makes them lose. <laughs> Fucking dope, dude. So <laughs> there's that. Scrub codes. scrub codes is so good. All right. Um. So seeing, I, I watched a little bit of this Mortal Kombat tournament, and with everything else going on. With Mortal Kombat, I have reinstalled Mortal Kombat in anticipation for the big update on the 26th. I considered. Yeah, I straight up reinstalled. Uh, I haven't played a game online yet. Kind of holding back on that one because I, I tried to play a little bit of training mode. I don't remember how to play it all. It's kind of crazy. Um, Who do you use? I was a Cetrion main. Best. Oh, that you're in good company. Or you're yeah, she's she, well, she's up there. I know. Um, That's yeah, cool. she, she was Black. the one character who had like a mid combo starter that I could use as a meaty, so anybody that was mashing down two or down one would get blown up. It was a good time. Um, nice. I also got a lot of people by zoning because, you know, when you play Mortal Kombat online, you're either going to get a pro or you're going to get someone who just likes playing Mortal Kombat, but it's hard to find that in between. So, you know finding people who don't know what to do you get like those uh justin wong uh you're gonna learn today moments and that's a lot of fun uh for me not for the other people but i truthfully don't really care how much fun they're having um as long as i have fun because the world revolves around me but where we were getting to is uh mortal kombat uh, the people over at nether realms released another trailer to showcase some of the stuff that is coming out on the 26th and it's the friendships trailer. It's what everybody wants, right? Everybody's super excited about friendships. I'm excited about friendships. I can tell John's excited about friendships, and he's not excited by much these days. What do you say? That wasn't that? even the big. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. See, to be honest, <laughs> go for it. That Steve. wasn't even the big takeaway. Uh, oh, because there was a character. Are you gonna? Reveal. Don't spoil it. We're gonna. We're gonna show it. We have the trailer okay, here, okay. Uh, and it's caused some problems. Well, I mean. I don't know if problems is the word, but it's caused some stir on the the people who like Mortal Kombat. Anyway, here's a trailer. Oh boy. Oh. 
She's there. Thousands of hearts, thousands of voices cried out into the void when they saw this. So yeah, that's fucking great. I'm Guess so it. glad they did that. So yeah, everyone who wanted Melina in the game, congratulations, you got your wish. You just should have been more specific. Yep. I am so oh. glad they did that, though, for real. <laughs> uh, man, like, Ed I, Boons, I, go for it. Go, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm not mad. I just would not want to face the fury of uh, whoever runs. Er, I would not want to be the person running the uh, NetherRealm Twitter account right now. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, man... Look, Ed Boon's always been really good at, like, trolling his fan base on Twitter, right? This is no exception. <laughs> As a matter of fact, no. this is taking it to another level. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm so happy. I'm so happy by that decision. Well, because, like, there's, there's a line here that can get crossed, right? Like, if Capcom did this and they didn't have, uh, I don't know, like, Ryu or something like that and, and uh, whatever. I don't know that everyone could get away with this, but I think Harada could and I think that NRS can because they've got a pretty damn good product and they have been delivering with all this DLC, all the action. They're hailed as having the best net code and that just became a, an extra awesome thing to, to be able to boast. Um, they've They've checked so many boxes that they can really play around with this whole Molina thing. And I think they probably have made up their mind one way or another. And I don't know how much this uh, this cry from the fan base is going on, on social media is going to sway them because they have so much already going for them. And they, they have acknowledged the community in so many significant ways. It's like they don't have to give this. This still really is in their court. And and so I love that they're yo-yoing it in front of people and not giving it. And uh, and I also never really liked Melina after MK2. Anyway, she was just always like she would always kick my ass. So yeah, it's I funny just, all around. I just think the the meme on Twitter just got very old very fast, and then it got inappropriate. And this was a good response. Oh, with to it. people so demanding. Yeah, with the with the whole like still waiting thing where they have the gif of her like Melina like closing her eyes or whatever. Um, where like you know Ed Boon would post about something that's like not related to Mortal Kombat at all and actually very serious, and people would just reply with that bullshit, right? Right. Uh, that's what I mean by getting inappropriate, not like anything else. So fucking get your minds mm-hmm. out of the gutter. I mean, uh, Melina. I'm sure there was plenty of that too. Yes, there was a lot of that too. Um. Uh, man, I would. Blow, I I used to. I used to have a pretty dope Cyrex in Mortal Kombat Nine. Blow up Molinos all day. I I huh. would say though that there is a fine line between being playful and ble- being antagonistic. Mm-hmm. And sure. when it comes to, and it's a line you have to be very careful of, because there are. Obviously, this isn't everybody, but there is a certain set of your fan base for any game which has a deep, strong attachment to a character or characters. So they'll see their exclu- the exclusion of their preferred character as an insult, as a slap in the face. And to kind of dangle out Melina in front of... Yeah, for 90% of 
the MK fan base, they'll see it as a joke. They'll see it as, oh, you know, you got me, Eddie. Next time, Eddie. Eddie. Next time, Edward. <laughs> but the, but then there's that small portion that that's going to be feel, rightly or wrongly, they're going to feel personally assaulted, insulted. Excuse me, and they might not be willing to spend those bucks again. So, yeah. When you're having this sort of fun, you have to be very careful about how far you go with it. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, now that we're talking about this, I kind of got a flashback to when they re- uh, announced Fakumram for Tekken, where people were clamoring for Bruce. People wanted Bruce. Everybody wants Bruce. All of a sudden, here comes the Muay Thai guy. You can show the show the legs, show the, the Muay Thai get up. All of a sudden, it's not Bruce. And people, Some people got butt hurt. Dude, it's it, it's video game characters, and I I know I'm right there. I can appreciate how much people like this and love these things. And dude, it's video game characters, and they all function like in the same way. So even if they're not the same character, as long as they function in a similar manner, no one's gonna be upset. Yep. Yeah. Combo fiend was right all along. Do we know what combo yeah. fiend's working on now? Yeah, he works with uh, uh, Marvel. He's probably he's, uh, he's part of the so uh, the Spider-Man game that was really good. Well, yeah, but that game's out, so I don't think he's working on that anymore. At least I hope. Not. Oh yeah, I have no idea. Hopefully, the next he, Marvel he might Capcom just have his own, own office. I wonder he, if, he he might just have his own office I that he alone. Anything. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Never mind. Go no, 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 that he alone. That he alone was working on the game, even though production. Stopped long, long ago. Gotcha. It was a joke. It like, wasn't funny. I'm an asshole Never mind. for cutting you off. Let's That's my on. fault. I'll take the blame for that one, Steve. I apologize. Uh, there, but I was, there's nothing to apologize for. Well, I, I'm doing it. Uh, but what I was going to say is, if I kind of hope not... he's... what? <laughs> OG geek. If she's not hot with her mask off, she's not hot. <laughs> What I was gonna say. If you don't think Melina is hot with her mask off, then you're the hater and you're the one that's wrong, and she's the victim. I think no. But what I was gonna say was maybe he's working on that new uh, Marvel game, the Avengers game. Maybe he's a battle design for that or something. Uh, That RPG that's coming out. Anyway, sure. Um. So May twenty sixth, which is in exactly seven days. So next week today. Uh, we're going to be able to get our hands on Robocop, Shiva, Fujin, some stage fatalities, some friendships. Which, by the way, more, the more these friendships come out, the happier I get. They're so fucking funny. Cannot wait. They're doing uh, their job. Yeah. No, it's going to be great. I cannot wait. I was already a What's big fan of What's your favorite one that they've shown so far? I think I have to go with the Sub-Zero one. Because He's so excited. Well, he's so excited by it. And he's so, like... You ever you ever have the you ever talk with someone and they ask you the question of like, oh, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? Sub Zero would be an ice cream man. He makes ice cream no. from his hand. Do okay. in the it's only ice. in the friendship he makes a popsicle. Like that's what he's built yeah, for fine. outside of fighting. Like that's his true purpose in life. 
And the fact that they finally I just accepted it. it and and he finally found it is uh nothing but nothing short of uh a happiness in my eyes. How about you? Have you uh have you seen a, a favorite friendship yet? I'm kind of leaning like towards Go for Steve. Steve first and then John. I'm I'm leaning towards uh Scorpions pulling in the teddy bear. Like the, the teddy bears. Really yeah, weird. yeah. I can. I'm yeah, looking at the wrong that. screen, by the way. You're looking at the wrong screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the chat version or, or the the Twitch version and not the V call oh. version or the V mix. So I'm like, why am I three seconds behind? Oh yeah. Now it's all starting to make sense. There we go. Now we're remembering how to do this show. <laughs> it's been a full seven days. Uh, John, do you have a preferred? Friendship yet? Yeah, you guys are sleeping on a Jack Sax. Yeah, the Jack Sax was pretty good. It's too bad. Although Tommy doing song. like tricks on the, um, yeah, but he does the little bit of like did it did it did it did it. But yeah, Terminator doing uh, tricks on his bike is pretty fun too. They're all they're all uh, pretty fun so yet. far. Uh, I also was, no. you know, another one that I think. I like that is just so funny because of how excited the character gets is Kung Lao with the with the train. Oh, the train. Dude, is there a gets, joke there? I don't know, but he's so happy. About trains and Kung Lao? I don't know, but he's just so happy after he does it. It's like, dang. I wish I could be that happy about <laughs> playing with a train. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so that's you could be... be happy about a train if you, if you had the right mindset. Uh well, <laughs> that's hard. Stop asking the hard questions. Uh, but anyway, uh, anything else on MK before we move on to other stuff? Okay, no, cool. We got we no, got no, plenty no. of other stuff. We do have plenty of other stuff. Let's get to uh, since we're talking about announcements and all that. Let's get to the big one, the big daddy, the big uh, Vegas event. That is now not in Vegas, but everywhere else except Vegas. Uh, Unless even, someone pl- is playing from Vegas, in which case it's in Vegas too. Yeah, but they can't play from Mandalay Bay though. Or can they? Well, that's a, if, if you get on that Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that good old hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, that, that you have to pay extra for. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's worth it. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, Anyway, Evo announced what their plans are since Evo proper got canceled. And here's the trailer for it. I have a lot of questions about this. There's so much. Like, we kind of joked. Like, there was uh, the joke as soon as this was announced that they were going online of, like, Eight different games that have great netcode. Yes, it is. And they don't even have Smash. <laughs> well, we got five weekends of fighting games. All right, let's stop. Let's stop the trailer right there. Oh, I missed it. Damn it. Um. Anyway, so here's the, here's the big thing. Ah, this is where I start asking questions. Is a uh, special exhibition and content for Evo 2020's original lineup. So, what does that mean? That to me All the games on the original lineup. 
yeah, to me, what that's saying is all the games that were originally on the lineup to be played offline are no longer an open bracket tournament. Like, fuck your open Correct. bracket. I don't give a fuck if you want to play Tekken 7. I don't give a fuck if you want to play Street Fighter 5. Fuck you. Not a top player, get out. Wait, like in a, <laughs> in a negative way? Uh, I mean, I... Uh, no one part, wanted part to play me, these games. The Smash community was like, we're glad that's not even there. Yeah, but here's the thing. People like, aren't ready to... I'd be cool playing online in Tekken. Right, it's going to be shitty. It's not going to be a great tournament. It's not going to be a great experience. I'm down to fucking do it anyway. Right, it's evil. Who cares? Playing an online tournament. It's what we got. I'd rather have something than have nothing. You feel me? Well, you yeah, have but something. Evo doesn't want to come off as non-competitive. You if have Evo wants to co- not come not off not as non-competitive, then why do they have so much other stuff to do other than compete <laughs> at Evo <laughs> proper? Um, but what I mean is, uh, like, man, like how, how many other chances would you be able to get to play a, a game on a scale of Evo, like on a tournament of Evo scale from your home? Dude, I'm sure that's going to be a thing in the not too distant future. Cause online right. is going to continue to grow and stuff. Yeah. But we're and, not and talking that'll about be a the great thing. Though. But it'll be a great thing when the internet's there, man. But the internet's not there, and people don't know not to play on Wi-Fi, and like the regulation's not quite where it needs to be. Who cares? So I mean, like they're taking they're taking the highest. People care. I care for competition. Like there's a lot that that can be good and uh, that comes out of online. And we've we've had those speeches before. Everyone yeah. knows that it benefits people and it gives them more opportunity and more chances to play. And that's great. And we should embrace it. And you're right. We should make do with what we have in front of us because it is a special situation where there's a lot of extra restriction. Make the most out of it. But I think that's what they're doing here because they're actually having the games that the community regards and respects as having, I don't know if they want to say adequate net code, but uh, the best. And, and people are hype about it. You notice how people... The conversation isn't how crappy Evo's online is going to be now. The conversation is, dude, I'm getting back into KI. Dude, them's fighting herds and Skullgirls have their chances to shine and then shine again. And MK should have always been there. We're super excited. Like, mm-hmm. it's all hype. They, they made the right move. Because otherwise, when, when it was everything else and people were speculating, we were just talking about how bad all the non-rollback netcodes are and the, how Street Fighter's netcode has still big, been like a meme and people aren't quite convinced yet, although it's been pretty good for me since it's been updated and such. Well, uh, but here's, here's the thing. It's still going to be a shit show for these special exhibitions and shit, right? If, we're, if they're still being We don't even online. know. Maybe they're going to fly people out. Maybe they're going to have it get tested and we'll do a little MMA kind of style where you just have those people live and uh, take, them to, you know? take them to UFC Island. Evo flies Side people. Island. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, I don't know that's and, what they're going to do. I don't, I, I don't, they might if they have, like, a bunch of West Coast-based players. Like, they might have someone come in from, from SoCal to go to Vegas or, or wherever they're set up. Um, I, I doubt they'd even run anything out of Vegas right now. Um, I think, you know, isn't Wizard down to... I don't know. I don't know where Wizard is, but either it's no. You go ahead. You go ahead. No, what I was gonna say is the whole point 
at least the way I see the fighting game community is the inclusivity. And right now, this feels like a lot of exclusivity. Because if it's if it is indeed just a West Coast thing, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, I think like you're not gonna have just West Coast players for for these exhibitions. I think you maybe you do if it's possible by the time we get to that uh, that point. Maybe you have one that's primarily offline and then the other games online. Who knows? But actually, keep playing because we've got. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about all this other stuff. L- there's a little bit on that next screen that we All can right. break down. Because we got the exhibitions and content. Pause it. For uh, you look at that screen. Uh, mm. There were nine games on the original lineup. There are Count eight games now. represented on there. Well, there's seven, but up top you have the tournament of champions, which you would assume is Marvel 2. Yeah. So that, actually pull up... Yeah, can you actually... The Marvel 2 logo on it? The Tournament of Champions? It did. I don't know if there's something about licensing with this, but pull up... I, I have a draw of... Yeah, there it is. Yeah, pull that up. <laughs> yeah, Marvel 2 Tournament of Champions. Look up top. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Go back to the video. I don't know if I can go back to exactly the same point in the video, but... Uh, oh, technology's uh, not there. Also, yet. by the way, five weekends? <laughs> it's a little excessive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alon, how are you so upset? They're, they're like doing something when we very easily could have had nothing. It's like there isn't a standard right now. Yeah, but I would rather have something where everybody's included instead of having something where people just have to watch. But no Smash Ultimate at all. Not even as an exhibition. Regular Evo. Way more people are going to be able to do and participate in this. Well, I guess you mean just for the exhibitions? Yeah, or like the main games, right? Because that's what we got excited about a couple weeks ago, right? Or a couple months ago. Yeah, but then the coronavirus happened, and like we're lucky that anything's going on at all. I understand, but if they're still running tournaments... And I can understand this. I can understand this. If it's a straight-up logistical issue where it's like, hey... We don't have the bandwidth to run 10,000-man brackets for eight games. Or, I'm sorry, seven games. So we had to come up with this. I can kind of get it. Think of, think of it like this, though. Back when Street Fighter V first launched, mm-hmm. you had 5,100 people who entered. Mm-hmm. That is 5,100 people who, who had the barrier of entry of physically going to Las Vegas, Nevada, to one specific site mm-hmm. in order to run that bracket. You still had 5,100 people yeah. attend. Now, take away that barrier of entry. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think would enter an Evo-associated event for Tekken or for Street Fighter or for DBFC? Yeah, it would ease five digits easily. I don't think there's any way you could run that logistically over a weekend. That's and that's five. not even. And that's not even. Well, I would assume it's like one weekend of exhibitions, and then the other four games will be run each weekend. Okay, but 
that's not even considering the fact that the online experience for these games that are that were part of the main lineup is you know okay to subpar and and, and that's the image that's yeah. picture this picture this street fighter 5 top 8 grand final mm-hmm. we're in spectator mode and we're, we're we're lagging right as the match starts so our view is you know the uh, speeding through the first 10 seconds like nothing but tight and then we mm-hmm. jump back in at 88 mm-hmm. is that the image that capcom would want for what is our largest audience of the year it's still going to happen if they're doing exhibitions this way I think there's a way to to limit it if you're doing an exhibition. Maybe you record it and then air it like on a slight tape delay. Yeah, then what the Pull it from CFN or whatever. <laughs> I, I, it's the same reason I think Smash isn't represented at all. It's mm-hmm. this is the weekend to put the best foot forward because it's the weekend where everyone's watching. And when it comes to the online experience, the online presentation. None of these games have a good foot to put forward, honestly. Like, like, like we have a couple that have okay feet, mm-hmm. but none have good feet. Yeah, I mean, look, it, I, I'll, I'll leave it here because I feel like this is going to be one of those like where I'm not going to get my opinion changed, then you're not going to get your opinion changed, then you're not going to be able to see it from my own, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The the reason why I find this kind of weird is again, like this this was the opportunity for for like a big like massive online reckoning of like holy shit we just ran like a fifty thousand person tournament uh, online and we had the five weekends to do it or whatever. Uh, I feel logistical nightmare. Sure, I can I can get that. That's fine, but making it exclusive like i think it might just be because i'm cynical now and because i'm uh not as heavily involved as i used to be but i don't want to sit here watching fucking exhibitions for street fighter 5 or tekken online right like i would be much more invested if this was a tournament but i don't think i'll be as invested if it's a if it's an exhibition right if it's like a punk versus uh uh problem x thing like cool you get to see high-level Street Fighter play. If it's still online, then the same problems occur. It's still going to be exactly the same shit that we would have uh, been seeing in an online tournament. And more people are going to be even saltier, right? Because it's like, oh, Punk lost on the Evo exhibition against Problem X. But it was online. Punk got lagged or whatever, right? It's still going to be the same shit. So why not just let everybody be a part of it, right? That's my That's my, that's my gripe with it. But at the end of the day, like I said... Logistical nightmare. I can understand that. I'm still kind of. I'm still kind of upset that we don't get to participate in these. And yeah, like who cares? It's gonna be bad. It's online. It's not the same as offline. No shit. Like you don't have like, if somebody if somebody is making the case that offline and online are the same thing, they're fucking idiots. Uh, that's not where I'm going with here. I'm just saying. I just wanted to participate. I just wanted to play some Street Fighter with like some guy from like Canada or something. I don't know. I just want to have some fun. But we, That's I mean, for. can we talk about 
can we talk about the four games that are going to have open tournaments? Yes, we can. And let's get to it in the trailer. Where let's do it. There we go. Because there were there were some game like like I mentioned, there was a a joke lineup that was kind of passed around, and all four of these games were on that lineup. MK11, yay! Ki returning to Evo. Them's fighting herds. And then the big one, the the long awaited, the the apology, the letter of apology. We're so sorry we screwed you six years ago, seven years ago. Please forgive us. We want you to to be our showcase. We game. need you. We need you. <laughs> we also, need you now. You know what's very funny? Three out of those four games, Mike Z worked on the netcode for. Dude, his his popularity and he's in the spotlight what, what, right now. What? And if this goes well, yeah. did he work on Ki? Yeah, he was he was in the initial team of Ki, and he was the one that really pushed for rollback netcode for Ki. Okay, I, I, he's gonna he's gonna climb, the, kind of climb the ranks right now. There was uh, that connection between uh, them's fighting herds and. Skullgirls, mm-hmm. if you'll think back, uh, both of them. Game? Yes, uh, that was a stretch goal for uh, Skullgirls Indiegogo, was that they would let the Dems Fighting Hurts team use uh, the Skullgirls engine. But beyond that, both of those games were in the 2013 uh, Community Choice uh, Charity Drive. For Evo, to get into the Evo lineup. Them's fighting herds have been here since 2013? Well, that it was initially... Uh, oh, was it the MLP uh, thing? Fighting is magic, yeah. yeah. My Little Pony fighting is magic. Uh, jumped out to a huge lead. It raised like $3,000 <laughs> in the first couple days. And everyone just like, it's over. It's done. We can't <laughs> compete with bronies. But then they dropped out because uh, they didn't want the heat of taking a, a spot mm-hmm. from from other games. So they, they moved to the showcase, like the indie showcase, and then they later got cease and desisted. Uh, so that was so that led to the three way the two way race between Melee and uh, Skullgirls with Super Turbo coming on in the last few days. Uh, but just think how different would the landscape be if if uh, Skullgirls won that competition yeah. instead of Melee? That would just be... I, I want to see the 30 for 30 on that. I really, really do. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, with all that I said before, I really like this, though, uh, of showcasing all of the good netcode that the fighting game has. Although, I think my one... Maybe my one... I don't... I wouldn't even say gripe. Like, them's fighting herds. haven't played it. And I think... It's just a personal thing where I've had, like, not great interactions with bronies. So, I kind of want to stay away from it. And I think that's just a mental barrier I can't get past. But... Uh... The game looks fucking dope. And it runs on the Skullgirls engine. It's got good-ass netcode. You know, more power to you. Um... I tried picking up Skullgirls the other day, 
and I completely forgot how hard that game is to play to, for me personally, and <laughs> just back down. Uh, but Skullgirls is an amazing game. I love Big Band just because I like playing the trumpet with the guy. Like that's it. Um, <laughs> but the game is hella fun. Uh, Ki, I've been playing the shit out of Ki recently. So to me, it's like, oh, let me add him because I've been doing too well at that game, and I need to be put in my place. You feel me? Uh, I'm cur- I was cur- I was what was it? it was, I was I think I made it to like number four on the leaderboards on the Steam edition. So clearly nobody fucking plays it Ooh. on Steam. So I need somebody to put me in my place, please. Uh, and then you don't, course- you don't have to include that info. You can just say you're a top five ki player and leave it at that and be technically I, correct. I don't deserve it though. That's the thing. Doesn't matter. Although doesn't my, matter. The the Make funniest the thing. The funniest thing about KI to me that I love is uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's because I've played uh, games that look faster, but I have a really easy time seeing mix-ups in KI so I can react to and block. Maybe it's the netcode. Who knows? Uh, It's probably the netcode. So I've played – I remember a specific game I was playing. I don't remember the dude's name. If I remembered his name, I would totally say it right now, but I don't remember. It was playing Mira. Uh, and he was doing all these like crossover mix-ups, and I was blocking everything, and then he would do something punishable, and I'd punish it. He had his headset on. So the entire time, he's like, how the fuck is this guy blocking everything? And I was like, I've never felt better. I've never felt better playing a fighting game. Anyway, I'm a big fan of KI. So I'm happy KI is there. And Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat made the big leap to GGPO. Mortal Kombat X. I'm pretty sure they yeah. had it for Injustice 2, right? Yeah, same uh, netcode if I remember correctly. Yeah, and now they have After. it for MK11. So, good on them. And it's... Uh, the thing that kind of irks me is this. And I've seen this happen on so many other platforms aside from FGCs where a specific game or a specific community gets snubbed or like they get kicked out of their spot, quote-unquote, or... You know, they don't they don't get to be in the big thing. And then all of a sudden, shit hits the fan, and they're like, oh, we're, we need you now. <laughs> right? To me, that kind of feels kind of shitty. And granted, if I'm sure it's like, I'm sure I'm the only one that thinks of it in that crazy, cynical way. I'm sure everybody's like, oh, shit, we're back. Fucking great. Cool. Uh, instead of being bitter about all the bullshit before. Oh, no. I, I know... There are a couple of Skullgirls fans, at least, who have not let the past go, mm-hmm. um, who, who still feel hard done, and they don't see this as an apology. They see this as exploitation. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, because I, I mean, look, the big uproar we saw when MK11 was not on the evil list, to then have this happen, it's like, come on, man. There's something a little off about it. I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something a little off about it. It leaves a bit of a bitter taste in uh, in the mouth. Yeah, and it's sure. like, the th- I think the thing that bothers me is the the mentality of uh, the mentality of, oh, we don't want you here, go away, and then putting them back and being like, we're saving your community, welcome to Evo. After we fucked it. <laughs> Welcome back. 
Please stay here. <laughs> I, I want that to be Mr. Wizard's uh, pitch word for word. We're back to save the community after we fucked it. If that's not what he says on the Evo 2021 reveal show, I will be a very sad boy. Uh, anyway, again, I don't know if it's just me being cynical with all of the shit I've been through, but, you know. I have my reservations about that. But with that said, still, I think this is a great idea. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing high-level rollback play happening. And on a related note, um, with this sort of resurgence for KI off the back of the EVO inclusion, we did hear that... uh, the KI World Cup, in some way, shape, or form, is uh, planning a comeback. So, yep. if you'll remember, they ran, uh, I think it was 2014, 20, and 2015. Might might be off by a couple of years, 2015, 2016. Yeah, I think 2015, 2016 is correct. That sounds 16, more right. 16, 17? Mm-hmm. Not yeah, 2020. Well, 2020 again. 2020 again. They'll be back. Yeah. Um, what form that will be uh, is to be determined, but uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah. Um, it was 16, 17. Yeah. Well, since it's it's funny because Killer Instinct has been picking up a lot of steam recently. Like even before this EVO announcement, like Killer Instinct started picking up a lot of steam. Wait, before um, the Evo announcement? Yeah, and how? I mean, no, I meant no pun, no pun intended with that. But it coming to Steam, and then everybody started getting uh, upset at the current Echoed for main title games. Everybody started flocking back to Killer Instinct, right? We talked about this a couple weeks ago here on the show, where uh, Ultra David started streaming it. Uh, I saw. Every, like a, a huge group of NLBC players in New York started streaming a lobby of it, and everybody was having a blast learning all this shit about it. Um, all of a sudden, more and more people started playing it here and there that now there's like a, a building scene coming out of the ashes of the world since we can't go outside, right? Uh, so thanks to that rollback netcode, like now there's like a budding scene, like a budding online scene coming out of Killer Instinct. So... Uh, Max pushing it as well. That's right. Uh, and Max has worked on the game, so like he's super into it. Um, and like even a co- like I remember the day I started playing again was after watching Ultra David go back to it. And I have a friend of mine. His name is Keith. Uh, he was a Riptor player who kind of showed me how to play the game uh, when it first came out on PC. Uh, he saw me. Po- I posted something on Twitter about it, and he just goes, "What the fuck is going on?" And I said, "Oh, I'm just playing Killer Instinct." And then he listed like a couple of other of the ex Killer Instinct top players that started playing again recently. So everybody's starting to get back into it. And it, yeah, uh, Finitude on the chat saying it's the same thing with uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Surprisingly, uh, there's now a Discord for Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and a bunch of people playing the shit out of it because it's got decent netcode. Uh, so Cross Tekken had good netcode. Yeah. No. I don't think I don't think the actual release of it had good netcode, but I think now it has decent netcode because people had to mod it because it it died with uh it died with games for Windows uh, Live. So okay. in its current state, it's not playable on Steam. But if you mod it, you got GGPO. 
Cool. Um, but yeah, so like, there's always like, came out like in on uh, on PC though in like 2016, didn't they? Yeah, it came out. It's with, like it has not been a thing for a while. Yeah, it came out on the Windows Store, free to play. Uh, but it recently came over to Steam, and that's kind of when uh, uh, okay. where people started uh, playing it. Granted, uh, the th- there is crossplay, by the way, uh, but there's no ranked crossplay. You can only crossplay on the lobby. So if you have Steam Ki, you can only go on ranked with other people who play on Steam. But if you have a buddy who plays it on Xbox or on the games uh, on the Windows Store version of it, you can set up a lobby and play. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Ki. I've been having a lot of fun with that game. So it's good to see you getting some love. Same thing with, uh, man, I always liked watching Skullgirls. Never, I'm not big into versus games because I think my brain's too small. Uh, but it's so cool to like see that game come out, especially because of all the love that was put into it, right? Yeah. And I think that's something that's, you know, in both Skullgirls and, uh, and them's fighting hurts, whether or not you like the art style, whether or not you like the character choice, uh, because you know, there, there are, there are people out there who dislike both. And, and, and those are valid. Those reasons are valid, but it's clear that the, the teams behind those games really cared about putting a complete game together, a complete experience together. So even if, even if it's not under ideal circumstances, I'm just glad that they get, a chance to shine like this. Mm-hmm. You know who I was hoping for was the uh, the crab game. Battle crab. My fingers crab were battle. crossed. Fight crab. crab. Fight crab. Fight crab. Fight crab. I definitely remember the name. There was ever going to happen. It was going to be this year. There was a non-ironic push to get fight of animals into. Uh, Evo because it has decent. Net yeah, it has a good netcode. Um, and the crazy thing is, like, there's so many of these indie games with very good netcode, right? Like, uh, I have a buddy who's been playing, and like, he is a big fan of Punch Planet. Uh, if you recall that game, um, like that game apparently has amazing netcode, and it's super fun to play. I've never played it myself, um, but my friend swears by it. Um, yeah, Fight of Animals, another one. Granted, Fight of Animals is a little janky, <laughs> even for. <laughs> Even for, like it's a fun game, but it's janky. Let's be real. Uh, just like Fight of Gods was. Dude, uh, you know what's I think a yeah. really good thing that's already going to happen with how much we've been talking about netcode over the last uh, year or two doesn't really matter. Recent times, plus all of this and the focus that this has brought, there's like there's no way it's going to. Uh, also, check the chat, Elon. Um, not the not the stream chat, but the. Special oh. Illuminati message group, um, but there's like no way that if a like a next gen AAA title comes out with poor netcode, like people are just gonna I- ignore it. I think I think they'll just drop it. I think that's become a thing where if you don't have this, you're not a you're not even in the conversation anymore. I think we've already gotten there. The expectations in the fighting game community. Plus, we're highlighting all of these smaller titles that have better net. John got yeeted. Well, 
Oh my god. <sighs> Mike, do you do you I realize would... what you've done? It's hilarious. Uh, I made the show a little better. I don't know what happened. John was in the middle of a thought, and he was in the password that you just used, so you just kicked him out like mid sentence. Oh, my password wasn't you. That my password wasn't working. I'll send. I'll send you another one, or maybe I'll send it to John. Either way, fucking hilarious. I loved it. Anyway, uh, keep his thought going. Go ahead. Okay. Um, can I get at least one hint as to what we were talking about? Or no? Uh, online Evo. Online Gameless. Evo. Okay. So does online Evo include the games that are getting the exhibitions or just the open tournaments? We're, we, we're just talking about the open tournaments right now. Oh. Um, is every one of those games developed in America? There is Mortal Kombat, Skullgirls, Them Fighting Herds, and what's the last one? Uh, MK. And, yeah, well, yeah, so that's... Interesting. MKKI uh, Skullgirls fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all they're all American fighting games. USA, USA. Yeah, they are all American. Uh, I didn't think about that. I mean, American games are the ones that are doing rollback. The only rollback-based Japanese games we've had recently are the Capcom ones, um, of which MVCI's implementation seemed fine, and SF5s did not. So. And uh, one in the, we thought near future, but uh, not so near future as of now, uh, which we'll touch on once. Is John coming back anytime soon? I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting him back, but keep going with this thought because I also have thoughts about it. Okay. So sh- uh, shortly after the reveal of the online Evo lineup, we found uh it was revealed that uh, Guilty Gear Strive, which was slated to release in t- late 2020, is being postponed to early 2021. Uh, we do have a statement from Takeshi Yamanaka. Oh, hey! Welcome back, hey guys. John. Hi, Mike. How are you feeling? Hey, John. I heard you were in the middle of your magnum opus, and then I, um, I swooped in. Yeah, it's all right. There we go. Nice hair. <laughs> Same to you, man. Thanks. Everyone talks about their hair. No one says anything about my hair. Or mine. What needs to be said? It speaks that for itself. True. That is true. That is true. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm still laughing at that. Um, John, did you want to finish your thought? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh yeah we do have the we have the statement from uh the guilty gear team or the producer rather yes uh takeshi yamanaka said quote thank you for your interest in guilty gear strive this is takeshi yamanaka producer of of guilty gear strive we have previously announced the release of guilty gear strive for late 2020 however we have decided to change the release schedule to early 2021 while our company's staff and our business partners are putting us in a sincere effort in dealing with the changes due to the spread of COVID-19, every aspect of our development schedule has faced delays. In addition, we have decided to set up a schedule to further improve the quality of the game, responding to everyone's help and feedback from the recent closed beta test. <laughs> 
We apologize sincerely to everyone who has been anticipating the release with keen excitement. Ourselves, we are dedicated to bringing you a new Guilty Gear game that will satisfy all of our fans. Please be assured that we will make good use of that extra time to do this. Thank you for your understanding. End quote. Really? So. This was received pretty well from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's been this push for not having games released before they should be, right? Not having, ga- like, unfinished games or slappy games released. So I think this pretty much falls in line with that. There, There's some speculation we can go into, but I don't think it's correct. I think... Just, here, here's why I say speculation is, uh, and this is just me being dumb and connecting the dots where there aren't dots, or maybe there are. Who knows? Um, but I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, did you guys see that uh, the Unreal Five reveal, the new engine that's coming out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, a lot of really dope, groundbreaking shit in that engine. I cannot wait. Uh, there's a lot of really cool shit happening. But I almost feel like. The two have something to do with each other there, right? Maybe? I think it would be very tough if you're not planning for that in the beginning. Uh, it, it's very possible that that they could take advantage of that with this extra time, but I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case. The game looks gorgeous as is, Um I don't necessarily think that a shift right now would be it would I don't think it would be as impactful as it might be for another game. Mm. Um, Yeah, very true. I do think it's going to be interesting to see how many uh, uh, how many things do get changed in, in terms of their approach. Uh, to what Guilty Gear Strive is aiming to be, because it's very tough to to please you know to create a brand new game experience, but still have it feel enough like Guilty Gear to keep you know the old fans happy. That is a very tough tightrope uh, tightrope to walk upon. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how they try try to strike that balance. And, yeah, there was a lot of issues with that lobby system that they created. Not in aesthetic, per se, but in execution, right? Because, like, it was hilarious to see. Like, I I found it so funny that the lobby was, like, a prime example of bad delay-based netcode. And the actual game was pretty decent rollback netcode. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the game is supposed to be rollback netcode, rather. Uh, right. So... It was such a funny, like, just juxtaposition of, like, the lobby just being such a delayed mess and uh, what they were hoping to do uh, with the game moving forward. Well, uh, they had a lot of easy things to fix from the beta. So they can win some points by just taking out some of the, the really, really crappy stuff they had in there that people didn't like. So yeah. I think they created an easy win situation for themselves here. Hopefully they pull it off. Yeah, yeah, and I think everybody's giving everybody a lot of extra slack right now because of the situation. So it's like it's kind of a perfect you know, they get they get just bonus time because no one's really going to expect them, especially in light of recent like 
mishaps at the beginning of, of games lives. Like no one wants to see that. Like I think you said Alon. So it, it's just like, it's unfortunate the situation, but there is a silver lining for, um, for, for the developers here. And, uh, Good, and I think that the game will be awesome because it already looks really good, you know, in, in a lot of promising ways. So, yeah, no, and Oops. look, I I have been personally getting very sick of this whole like, uh, release it now and we'll fix it as it goes, right? Because mm-hmm. it makes it seem like you're making a purchase of sixty dollars that immediately doesn't seem like a wise purchase. Uh, so yeah, it's a good move, I think. I don't know about you guys. I'm just assuming that the next time John goes on some long tangent, Efren's going to hijack his. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, it would. Uh, be fine. <laughs> we love you, well, John. Well, I tried the VMix number you gave me, and it didn't work. Yeah, I typed so it wrong. I just like an tried asshole. the one I used last week. It's my fault. I typed it wrong like an asshole. Um, and no one else's fault. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> try not to say too many words in a row. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like this is another like we all we're almost seeing exactly what we've seen with tournament cancellations. Like it's been that kind of a response where it's like, ah, sucks that it had to happen, but makes sense, right? <laughs> Uh, yep. Speaking of speaking of tournament cancellations, we should probably mention that uh, the mix-up did get canceled yep. this week. Uh, that was the event that was supposed to kick off the 2020 Capcom Pro Tour, um, as well as the Arc Revo World Tour. Uh, it was the first big event really impacted by uh, the cancellations due to COVID-19. It got pushed back to July. Uh, but now it is outright canceled. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, hopefully we'll see them back bigger and better in 2021. Yep. Sad times, man. Sad times. But it makes sense. Better, better safe and be back next year than not at all. You feel? I don't like- know what I've missed so far, um, but. I think that the really we haven't heard a lot of elaboration on the Evo exhibitions, right? We heard they'll exist for the games that were going to be main games. We haven't heard anything about them. These are, to me, I think a bigger deal than people are making out of them. And I think sometimes in the FGC, it's easy to forget that Evo is literally what the FGC is to possibly ninety percent of outsiders. You know, this is what they see of our sphere. And there's annoying things about that, but there's good things about that because people do really talk about it and it kind of puts our games at the forefront at that one time of the year. So other games, are some of them are still thriving even due to the circumstances. So if they can make these exhibitions really fucking cool, then that would be a big deal for our scene to, to make it another year, you know, because... You missed it's it, Mike. Good. Everyone was shitting all over this idea for exhibitions. And by everyone, I mean a couple people in the chat and it long. Yeah. Really? I think we need it. Well, here's the thing. I Look, I, and I think it just might be my philosophy on what the FGC is to me uh, as opposed to like what it actually is, right? And I'm fully aware of that and I'm open to admitting that. But I think the thing that drew me to the FGC is the inclusivity. And having exhibitions instead of, like, a tournament for it feels exclusive, 
I agree, and that's why we don't normally do it. But yeah. I think it's important to have something there, mm-hmm. you know, like something to like. like I'm biased, of course, because I haven't played fighting games competitively in a long time um, since probably like 2016, really, when I played Street Fighter Five. And then I love Grand Blue, and so it's sad for me who's been playing Grand Blue seriously that, you know, there's no tournaments this year for the game I like in the year that it would be great. And so, well, of course, you know, I'm not nearly, I'm not one of the best players in the world at it, so of course I would never be at an exhibition for it. But I am glad still that people are going to get to see the game and then maybe continue to play it and then maybe want to see it when the tournaments come back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as slightly jealous as I am that, you know, I won't get to play in some big deal event for it. I hope it means something. I mean, it's, it's just weird, right? Because, like, think of the Olympians this year yeah. or that we're going to be this year. For a lot of Olympic sports, you're like every four years is the only shot you've got to prove you're the best. And if you're a, you know, a swimmer or something, you got the one heat that happens every four years to prove that you're good. And if you fuck up, that's another four years out. And, and there's a weird way where fighting games are kind of like that. It's not quite the same, but yeah. for the pros, I hope this means something. Yeah, and I mean, I think... It could definitely be a shit show. I'm saying I hope it's not. But right. it totally... They could fuck this up really bad. Yeah, and I or think... Could... I think the big concern... So, first of all, uh, and and this is something we hit on during the discussion when we were having this. Uh, the I can totally understand the logistics of, like, running, like, a 50,000-person <laughs> open bracket tournament online. This is going to be fucking awful. Uh so I can understand that. But the big argument was, oh, we don't want to see these games being played online. But isn't that what the exhibition is going to be anyway? Because it's going to be hard to get people to travel for it. No, people already watch online play. Part of uh, part of Topanga has been online, like the first initial uh, placings of it, if I'm not remembering incorrectly. It's it's fair and, and um, like, like it's fair game, I should say, in, in some ways. And there is going to be a, a chaos factor um, in any online interaction, right? Like you said, it's not the same as offline, but there's a line um, where people have already kind of uh, been like uh, where it's crossed and it's accepted that to play competitive um, instances online. Now this is like in a pretty controlled area. Like maybe it's just Japan and they have better net code. And so they've they're you know, they just know that they can do this or whatever it is. It's not all apples to, to apples when we're talking about what we're talking about here, but I'm saying there is a there is a way of doing this where people accept it, and I think that's we're going to get more and more toward that as technology continues to evolve, as the next games come out and they have good netcode, which I think they all that will be a priority, which was my point earlier when uh, when Mike joined. But I, I think that you can do it, um, just not not huge, not in a massive way, uh, but and again, you also have the factor of we'll take something over nothing. I think everything adds up to it all being okay even if it's kind of a shit show. There are so many ways they can go with it. That's why I, I, I doubt they even know yet. And that's part of why we probably haven't heard. Yeah. Because I mean, you can do regional events and then when the real Evo happens, you can have the regional winners play each other in like the, the finale to what happened in online Evo 2020. You can have it just be online, but obviously an online match between Japan and the U S and, Brazil is going to be shit, so that's probably not what's going to happen. It's going to be weirder, because, yeah, like, even 
with like the most extreme of social distancing and you know safe travel measures, they're obviously not going to be able to just fly these exhibitions into the same room because it's just not it's not going to happen. So I have no idea what they're. Planning. Yeah, I still but, think. Uh, here's what I think is going to happen. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm willing to say this is what I think will happen. Seven tournaments. Right, and then we still have the Tournament of Champions. So each winner of the seven uh, EVO lineup games, uh, the exhibitions or whatever, are going to be placed into a bracket for the Tournament of Champions, and they're all going to have to play Marvel 2. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, well, Marvel 2 probably can't have much of an exhibition, huh? Yeah, although... That is interesting. I don't know if you've seen, but they have that. There's a new uh, emulator that everybody's using that has really good. I just wonder what they're willing to do and what they aren't willing. With Marvel Two, it's not a big deal. It's an old game. Yeah, the other yeah, that is interesting. Marvel Two itself, but you got to remember that they're probably still want to work with Capcom Mm -hmm. in the future, and I don't know if Capcom is really going to sign off on them using an emulator to play one of their games. Yeah. Even yeah. Re- Xbox, regardless of the circumstances. 360 doesn't even sell Marvel 2 anymore. You can't buy it anymore. Yeah. But so. here's, here's the big kicker, though, and why I think the Tournament of Champions is changing is uh, if you look at the logo, there's no more Marvel 2. It just says Tournament uh, of Champions, right? Whereas well, was, to is Tournament of Champions a connection to Marvel 2 in any way outside of this that that was where the, the logo was? Well, it, remember, turn, tourney, uh, tournament is spelled number two, two, two. number zero. Uh, okay, yeah. So it does to, it is to, yeah. to uh, coincide with Marvel vs. Capcom's 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to change it to Marvel like, Infinite? I don't think... I don't no. think that... If, if they couldn't get licensing for Marvel 2, I don't think they'll get licensing for Marvel Infinite. Here's the thing, like, we're saying that we don't think that they're going to have people travel for this, but, like, I mean, maybe not travel, all, like, get people from all over the world and bring them to, to Las Vegas, but couldn't they have an exhibition set up or exhibition set up where they have a couple of Japanese players play each other locally? They might. I think it's not impossible. Something like that. I think it's impossible. Like, there's sports leagues around the world that have started doing stuff like that. And, you know, I'm super, I'm, you know, Mr. Safety about this, but there's obviously ways they can do it that are, you know, like, that are vetted to a degree that's been accepted by, you know, major organizations. Um, So, and frankly, I think a lot of people would rather have, and it feels unfair, don't get me wrong, but a lot of people would rather have the best eight players play in some cool live exhibition that's, you know, safely done um, offline than watch some horrible online mess of a production. So there's a lot of stuff to And people would be pissed, right? Especially now that Japan isn't like the undisputed soul gods of the games. It would be like, you know, like, is it really the best exhibition of Street Fighter V if IDOM's there? Definitely not. Um, But... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's my guess right now with where things are at, and it can go to a lot of different directions. But I think they're going to have a couple of different spots or something like that where they have people come and actually play live um, for these exhibitions. You could certainly do a lot of the best Marvel two players in New York alone. 
you know, all that would be, you know, it's a, it's a hot, I don't know. Yeah, that's, then people around the, uh, the East Coast are going to get uh, upset that they weren't in it. Um, okay, well, we have about 10-ish minutes left. So we have just enough time for our question of the day. Which was, check this shit out. Zoop. Uh, which evil, yeah, so which evil 2020 online game are you most excited to play? We may share your answers, uh, your responses on tonight's show. Now, excuse me while I pull those up. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Here's our first one. Steve, if you would be so kind as to read. Sure. Um, Incross said, KI won't stop winning and I'm getting tired of losing. But on a serious note, beneath the grotesque metal look, there's a deep game and fun game. I never gave a chance until now. Oh. Uh, Ryu Dragon says KI free. That's it. Uh, Green Pork Chop says not really excited for any of these games, but they are genuinely happy for all of them, which is good to see. Uh, Imationer says that they're not one to commit too much to learning a fighting game, but maybe they'll go for it this time with Skullgirls since everyone praises the tutorial, including me. It is one of the best tutorials in fighting games. Definitely worth it, even if you're not picking up, uh, even if you don't pick up the game at the end. Um, is that the last one? Or? Yeah, that is all we have. Okay. I was going to put in a scrub quotes in there, but I couldn't figure it out. Sorry. It's all good. Uh, as for the poll, 40% of respondents said that they were most excited to play KI. 29% uh, picking Skullgirls. 17 for them fighting hurts. 13% for uh, KI, or MK, excuse me. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, why is MK so low? I think every, it might be like everyone's second game. Plus, it's also the one that most people have the most experience with. So it's not necessarily new. It's not necessarily something they haven't seen in a while. So You're it's not like, happy oh, for MK cool. getting into a tournament because it does usually. Whereas, I guess KI and Skullgirls, Skullgirls has you know kind of been a small tournament or relegated to a few tournaments per year, and for it to get Evo after you know years of not being in, it's a big deal. KI, same deal. It's been a long time, so probably just as a a feel good kind of thing. MK has the least of an underdog story in yeah. this group. Very true. Um, also, uh, Turboshan has donated 100 bits and said, uh, I feel like we need to read this. A uh, very important announcement before we go. Night Trap Remastered is only $1.49 on the Switch eShop right now. So I didn't even know you could buy music. Or all the game, I guess the full game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They do have a mode where you can just watch the movie, which is pretty cool. But you have to beat the game first, and that's fucking impossible. So good luck. Can you just there play is it one next more... week and we'll narrate? Okay. I can, I can say that. There is, one, there is one more thing that uh, got announced in that 24-hour period that we haven't touched on yet. Yep, hit it. Uh, so, after we learned about EVO Online, and after we learned about uh, Guilty Gear getting delayed, we found out about uh, what's happening with the Capcom Pro Tour, because that has been up in the air. We finally got word... All of the remaining offline events for the Capcom Pro Tour in 2020 
have been canceled. In its place, a new online-only format uh, for the Capcom Pro Tour in 2020. If we can take a look at that uh, setup, it is going to be... uh, It's going to consist of 18 online events. No point system. Winner take all. You win, you make it to Capcom Cup. Uh, That's going to be 18 of the 20 finalists right there. Uh, They'll compete in 10 uh, across 10 regions. Uh, Some most regions will have two competitions, uh, but a couple will have just one, and we'll go over that in a second. Uh, So 20 players will make Capcom Cup. Uh, IDOM, as defending champion, has automatically qualified. Uh, The 18 winners of the online events will join them. The final spot goes to a winner of a community vote. Uh, The people eligible for that vote are the finalists who made Capcom Cup 2019 who don't qualify uh, via one of the tournaments or, you know, via IDOM. Damn, so if you uh, so if you don't qualify for Capcom Cup this year, but you were in Capcom Cup twenty nineteen, that's those are the only people who you can vote for? Yes. Yeah, those thirty one people. Well, and then minus whoever qualifies. Hmm. Correct. Uh once you get to Capcom Cup, uh you're actually going to a different place. The finals, which were set to be in France at the end of this year, will be in the United States early next year. Uh, Exact location and time to be determined. Uh, And the format itself has changed. Instead of being a 40-person final, it's a 20-person final. Uh, Four groups playing round robin. If you've watched the Tekken World Tour, it's going to be the same format as that. Group winners uh, make top eight winner side. Runners up make top eight loser side. Um, and then you see the schedule. It starts on June 6th with North America East. Um, that will be the first, excuse me, first competition. Uh, there's going to be three every month uh, across each region. Australia and China only get one uh, qualifier each. Uh, the rest of the regions get two. So Middle East is coupled with Europe East. Mexico is part of Central America. Uh, North America split into East and West. Asia split into East and Southeast. Europe split into East and West. Uh, the full list of countries available on CapcomProTour.com uh, under the uh, tab that has the details of the 2020 schedule. Q. Sweet. No LCQ this year, huh? No LCQ. Unless they run a reality show for that uh, community <laughs> vote. Um, what do you guys think about the community voting? And specifically the the restriction on the community voting on who's eligible? I still fall into that same camp of it's something when we could have had nothing and fine. Like it's, it's kind of all just whatever ends up happening. It's fine. This is completely new waters. And 
like the, the results of this year, I don't know if you're saying that that's like a, a full-on Capcom Cup champion when it's not the same style and it's probably not the same amount of, of uh, what achievement that you'd have to have in previous years. You'd have to win a couple of events and such. This is like you win one online event, you're in, and then you win that one, and hey, you're a Capcom champion. You know, So I think that everybody is putting an asterisk next to this as far as measuring it up against other Capcom Cups, but everyone's fine for the most part with it because – it's all we have, and so we're. It's like two hundred thousand dollars instead of five or six, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens, and we'll enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I th- I, I think unlike for the previous uh, example we have for community voting is like Street Fighter League. I think there is a big difference between someone who barely qualified but still qualified for Capcom Cup the level of ability there versus someone like a who is not known as a tournament player, almost getting it. So even though it's let, you know, there's still that minimum of quality that you're going to get. That said, I would have much rather had another region representative. Like let's do yeah. a tournament in Africa instead, you know, and get somebody, uh, from there, instead of someone getting in just because they're popular, mm-hmm. or maybe yeah, like you know, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, but I, you, I'd rather go. You that want way. your big names, like for esports. Although there's a story you, that the guy or the girl that comes out of Africa, there's a, there's a story behind that. But that's why they're doing it. I think. Yeah, you get another big name in there for sure, and especially if like. The thing is, the way it's set up, if it's winner takes all, you're going to have some insanely, like, like one of the best five players in the world won't make it. I can basically promise you that, right? I mean, like, guaranteed. Two people. Perhaps yeah, only two five, people are making it out of Japan. Perhaps five of the best five players in the world won't make it. Yep. Because someone, can, and it's an online tournament that you win that day. I mean, that is like, as unsure as it gets, if you only yep. get one shot, I mean that's that's crazy. So I think they're hedging their bets so that if Daigo doesn't make it or Tokido doesn't make it, <laughs> that they can, you know, make sure they get in somehow without literally inviting them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's not an awful idea. I mean, if people sit there and then ninety percent of people want Daigo at Capcom Company doesn't win one of the events, then as ugly as it kind of sounds, it's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. It makes Um, plenty of sense from a, you know, putting on the best show or the most entertaining show aspect, but it, it sucks from a competition aspect because you'll have 19, you'll have 19 people who got in on merit. And then one person who has that chance to win a large amount of money just because, you know, they're popular, not necessarily deserving. Well, not, again, not saying other players last year, not this year under this year's circumstances. Yeah. True. Um, speaking of qualifying and being popular, uh, big thanks to Efren for the resub 23 months in a row. Thank you, Efren. Um, full disclosure, I tried to get Efren to join on John's number just to get a second beat to that <laughs> joke of kicking John out. Uh, didn't pan out. Sad times. 
would have been very being a friend, a friend. Um, he just wasn't by his laptop, sadly. Um, but with all of this said, uh, ladies and gents, we have reached uh, the end of uh, the show for this week. I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, genuinely, like I feel uh, somebody said it a while ago, uh, and it kind of still rings true. I think this is like the one part of my week that's consistent. Uh, now that everything else is different. So I enjoy being here a lot and I enjoy hanging out with you three fellas over here and all of you, uh, ladies and gents in the chat on the ones and twos over here. Uh, so thank you all for being here and having a lot of fun with us, uh, and listening to night trap next week. We'll have night trap on stream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I myself have been Elon. Uh, actually before I do the outro, anybody else want to say anything else before we split and wander off into the night? Okay. Good night, Canada. Okay, I've been Elon. This is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Guerrero. Uh, that's Mike Donka Schiller over there. And finally, the best of the best, the Steve Ace King offsuit Jurek, also known as the Main Squeeze, also known as Hedy Murphy. Thank you all for joining us for another crazy episode of The Best of Five. We'll catch you all next week. Until then, 